Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode six of the Nobcast, the football podcast with a difference. My name is Nobbins, and I'm, of course, joined by my podcast co-partner, Gasky. Hello, Hello. Gasky, mate. Hello. How are you doing? Hello. I'm very good, thank you. How are you? I'm <laughs> doing sensationally well. Don't know, why wow. I was so, don't know why I was so keen then. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but there we go. Very, very keen. Yes, absolutely. This is episode number six. Really hope you guys are enjoying uh, the podcast. We enjoy it. We are enjoying uh, making it. That is uh, for sure. Also, uh, you might be new to the YouTube channel because we've had a lot of new subscribers to the channel in uh, recent days. So, hi, my name is Nobbins, Manchester City fan extraordinaire. Really hope you're enjoying the content and welcome, welcome, welcome. This is The Nobcast. It's the best football podcast you didn't even know existed and yet you're about to listen to it with your beautiful little ears. So listen up. <laughs> anyway, <Well. laughs> anyway, 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 anyway. Yes, I am an authoritarian dictator. That's how this works. Let's begin, as always, with a round of thoughts analysis of the week's matches. The general structure for today's podcast, we're going to be going to be talking about Forrest's capitulation to another newly promoted side. Are Arsenal the real deal? What has ground Gasky's gears? Spoilers, it's Arsenal. We'll also be discussing the uh, England situation, uh, Gareth Southgate squad, and what we would have as our best England eleven. There'll be the usual mini games such as guest a footballer and Gasky's thrown in a new game, guest a career path for me. We'll be getting questions from the viewers and of course the greatest sports quiz on the internet. It's Balbuster, but that will not be coming until later on. In the episode. But Gasky, let's begin, shall we? Let's begin with a capitulation. Another one from Nottingham Forest. I alluded to it in the introduction. Nottingham Forest 2, Fulham 3. Nottingham Forest once again managing to clutch defeat from the jaws of victory, as they did against Bournemouth, another newly promoted side. Now, when sides come up, these sorts of fixtures are your, your, your proverbial bread and butter aren't they? These are the fixtures where, as a newly promoted side, you need to be winning at home against the other newly promoted side. You certainly cannot lose. Ideally, a draw isn't ideal, but it's not the end of the world, but you really should win. But a loss is 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 potentially a bit disastrous because, in theory, these are your easiest games. But Gasky, Forest have done this twice now against Bournemouth and against Fulham. And as I say, the, the circumstances of it as well... Um, are dire in in a way. It is. Uh, I'm starting to feel whether the whole change of the squad, which they've gone through, has an effect. When things go wrong, is it is it all these players against each other? Like you know, they don't know each other. How are they going to get back in the games? You know, in, like the only game I've, I've seen that they played well is that Tottenham game, and I actually thought I even said in the podcast I think. They played really well, and they have a good chance of staying up. But since then, you know, curse of Gasco, we're going to call it, they've been crap. So I think I do think it's the squad. I think all these new players, the time to gel, and you can see when they're going behind, they just don't have a clue. You are absolutely right in terms in terms of the Spurs um, point you made. I totally agree with that. I, I watched that full game. I was really impressed with with Forest, I, I know they lost 2-0 but I thought they were actually the better side but then the week after they I know it's not easy to come to the Etihad they then got pumped by City 
uh, at the Etihad, was it 6-0, something ridiculous like that, I can't remember exactly the scoreline, and then, uh, yeah, we, we, then they've lost against Bournemouth, now against Forest, and it is the man, and these are some very basic goals as well, I think one of them in particular, I can't remember if it was a Fulham second or third, but it was uh, the, the chap that they've signed from Atletico Madrid, you know, a, ch a Champions League side, uh, Lodi, um, who, who's a who's a left fullback, I believe, and it just gets it's just schoolboy defending. Like there's no communication between the centre half and the left back in that situation. The left back just gets dragged over for no reason, sort of similar to what we saw against in the Arsenal United game, where Zinchenko just gets dragged across. Yeah. And that I think I think you're you're absolutely right. That comes with knowing your defensive partner. That comes with communication. And because Forest have signed like around approximately 87 million players, there is no cohesion and there is no natural uh, chemistry. Um, is that Gasky? Is there a way that one can circumvent that? You know, navigate the fact that there is no chemistry. Um, how how tough a job is it? Do you think? Uh, and ultimately, do you think that you know what we've seen against Bournemouth and Forest? Uh, sorry, and Bournemouth and Fulham. Is, is the writing on the wall in terms of relegation? I mean, it's looking like it. You can tell, like, especially in defence, if you're a centre-back who plays a certain style and then you've been partnered with someone who doesn't know your style, I would think that you would have to adapt to that. So if you're quite a sweeper defender, you like to come out and win the ball back. You're not going to be able to do that if you're with someone who you're not sure, you know, you're not sure about, you don't know who you can trust yet to do that and then again that's going to affect you across the pitch you know like, like you say with the goal with Lodi getting dragged out a bit of you know communication or a bit of a system would that have happened maybe it wouldn't so it, you know it's one of those and especially with the pressing as well you've got, you've got to press as a team if one doesn't press the rest don't you know and yeah they need, they need time to gel so for for their sake I think they, they need to hope that give it what a, a month or so maybe this international break is a good timing for them and yeah. just, yeah, see if they can come as a team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they've certainly got the individual quality, there's no doubt. As I say, we are talking about players who played for United in Lingard and Henderson, players who played for Atletico Madrid, uh, bringing in Morgan Gibbs-White. The, you know, these are, in terms of, um, in terms of uh, the talent uh, of, of these players, it's... Um, it's quite high, obviously. Uh, by the way, sorry, guys, if you could hear some background music. I've, n I've no idea if you guys could hear that, um, but I've, I've just turned off my Spotify. <laughs> uh, uh, segue then. Uh, it's, right. it's now off. Apologies for that. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I just wanted to bring that up. Uh, but yeah, um, it, it's, as I say, in terms of individual quality, uh, there, there's, no doubt, there's, there's no doubting there's certainly enough to stay up, but... There's no good having individual quality if you can't meld as a team. You don't want a team which is less than the sum of its parts. And yeah. apart from that, uh, and I know they got the win against West Ham, but West Ham missed a penalty and they hit the post about uh, three times as well. I thought they were very fortunate for us to get a win from that game. Only game they've I've seen them play really well was against Spurs. Um but, I mean, may maybe the World Cup is going to be a, go a good uh, time for them. I, I don't know how many Forest players will be going to the World Cup, but it will, in theory, allow their manager time whilst other teams are away to, uh, you know, uh, get to grips with the squad and actually find partnerships uh, and actually try to get some chemistry. Um, uh, I, I want a prediction right now, Gasky. Are Forest going down, yes or no? Yes. I've also predicted Forest to go down, by the way, at the start of the season. And yeah, Forest are going down. There you go. There you go. I just don't think...
I also don't, I don't think this is quite, this is more of a broad point. I don't think this is a very weak Premier League in terms of like, you know how last season, for example, it was so obvious that Norwich and Watford were dog and they were definitely going down. Like we, we all knew from a very early yeah. stage that they were dead. But even with Bournemouth, I know, I know they obviously played, you know, they got pumped by uh, Liverpool, but you know, ever since Parker's been sacked, um, I don't think they've lost a game. So they're not, terrible and and i feel i'm not saying forest are terrible either but it, it doesn't seem like there are it doesn't seem like there's an obvious terrible team uh this season yet that remains to be seen so it could make it even harder for forest no certainties for relegation potentially um but current a current team in the relegation zone and certainly one that is playing terribly is leicester they got beaten 6-2 by spurs Really weird, really weird match because I thought Leicester in the first half especially actually played quite well. Um, in fact, they they went one they went one nil up, uh, and, and then they went did they go and, they, and then and then it was one all and then maybe maybe Spurs two one and then Leicester two all. But I, either way, they they took the lead through a penalty, but then just capitulated in the second half. Really odd, lax defensive work from uh, lots of Leicester players, particularly Didi, not for the first time. This season, he's been left exposed, but he normally associated with it being quite stable. But again, he, he had a poor game, uh, but I thought Leicester overall played well. Um, but that but that being said, Spurs did and, and nevertheless beat them 6-2. And Gasky, the reason for that, uh, ultimately, the reason why the scoreline was so uh, vast, Spurs had already arguably won the game by then, uh, but, Spurs, uh, but Son came on, got a hat-trick, and was actually including his first goal of the season. What did you make of the whole... There was this sort of... I don't know how big the claims were and how, how big they were, but uh, there were lots of demands from a certain sec section of Spurs fans to drop Son and to just not play him. Um, but he came on, obviously got a hat-trick today. So what, what were your thoughts when people were saying, you know, the, the, the golden boot winner from last year, like he should get dropped, etc. What were your thoughts on that? I, I want to disagree with that. It's Son is still... You know, an absolute grafter. He'll, you know, you know what you get from him. Look, he can he can go and score a hat trick in what was it, twelve minutes, if needed. You know what he's capable of doing. You don't hear you don't hear Liverpool fans asking for Salah to not be to be dropped, even though Salah's not done much this season. So he's a player that should be in that team, even if he's not scoring. The winning games, Kane's scoring. Eventually, he's going to score like he did. So you just got to stick. I think you just got to stick by. And Brendan Rodgers next to get sacked. Do you think? I mean, it's looking likely, looking very likely. It's it's exact. It's a carbon copy of the Brighton game. Play well. As soon as, soon as they go behind, they just it's as if they give up. They just they just you know implode and then teams battle them. It's really uncharacteristic performances as well as, as I mentioned. Indeed, he seems to be the main culprit in recent weeks. Someone who you know was associated with you know being United's solution in terms of like creating solidity in in that mid midfield. He's been so good for so many years for Leicester. I, I don't know what it is, but you know, sometimes he's played at centre half. It's obviously not his position, but it was it, it was the uh, it was the goal right at the start of the second half, and he just gets his pocket picked immediately um, for, for no reason at all. And then there was another really bizarre moment when Hoy late on in the game where Hoybier of all players is is outpacing like two or three Leicester players. You don't associate um, Hoybier with outpacing anyone, and. I don't know if it is a desire issue because, as I say, they played well in the first half, but I just don't know if, like, maybe, as as you say, um, 
they, they go a goal down, they lose their heads, they're on a bad run, they sort of know the writings on the wall for the manager. Do they half give up? Maybe, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, but Leicester currently are in the relegation zone. Um, are Leicester too good in terms of individual talent to get relegated? We'd said Forest have a lot of talent, but we still think they will get relegated. Uh, Leicester, their talent's a bit higher, but it doesn't necessarily mean they're safe. Yeah, but it's, they're an iffy one. I, I, I don't want to say they'll get relegated. I just think that, worst case scenario, Rodgers gets sacked, or he, or he leaves, someone else comes in and can get the best out of the players. I think... But, yeah, there's got some... You know, if we're going to go off, you know, saying, what is it, Forrest and Bournemouth to go down, potentially, someone else has to go with them. And if everyone starts... It could be one of them. That's like the last game of the season, one point in it. Everton could go. Could be Leicester. You never know. It, it could be. It could be. They they're not safe just because of their talent. It's but it's just last thing I want to say on Leicester. Just before uh, uh, pray Spurs a bit more is this is basically the same Leicester side of last season. I mean, Fafana's gone, but he barely played last season. For example, apart from Schmeichel, but Schmeichel shouldn't be. Losing Schmeichel shouldn't be the reason for why your outfield performances are so poor compared to... it's As I say, it's basically the same outfield team. You know, a couple of changes here and there, but it's essentially the same. So I don't really understand it. I think it is more of a mental issue. And I do think that... Sadly, I think that once Rodgers is gone, I think that the Leicester players will almost like bounce back. You know, that new manager bounce. And I do... Because this side has a track record of doing that. Yeah, Exactly. And then just in terms of Spurs, who obviously scored six goals, uh, Son with three of them, they, they were very good offensively. Uh, um, obviously having to rely on Leicester's capitulation to an extent, but they still played very well. And this is one of the few times where we've seen them in a more free-flowing, attacking, free-scoring state. They have been criticised this season of being a very boring, uh, uh, to, to defence-oriented, even getting very odd, you know, shock defeats, like, like losing 2-0 against Sporting Lisbon, for example. Um how do you think Spurs are going to do this season, uh, Gasky? Because at the start of the season, they were uh, getting results, same points as City, but not necessarily playing that well. But now they, uh, but they have played well. They did play well against Leicester. So, do you foresee that um, good uh, form uh, progressing, or do you think this is more of a actually no? This is a bit of a false dawn. Spurs aren't actually that good offensively. I mean, it's early days to call it. You know, it's it's like one, even the first half, unless they're all over them, you're playing against a team that's low on, let's say, morale. And, the you know, they're sitting back, they can't get out against a team like that. And they've shown that they can, you know, they can put the dagger in if they need to, and you know how good they can be, but it's getting that consistency. So we'll, we'll see, in the, see in the coming months if that consistency can pay off and... Then it may commit this um, top four race very interesting if all these teams continue to perform. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there aren't that many games to talk about this week. Certainly interesting ones anyway. Obviously, some fixtures were postponed. Uh, the next one I do want to talk about, though, is Wolves nil, Manchester City 3. And for me, Jack Grealish was the man of the match. Today, he was the reason why Wolves were a man down. He was also the reason why uh, City went 1-0 up within uh, 55 seconds of the game. Um, I don't think there's too much to talk about the challenge, to be honest, from from Collins. It was just a moronic kung fu kick, wasn't it, Gasky? Yeah, he's 
head you just you just gone to win the ball not really far out what he's doing yeah <laughs> he's just you know pretty much um, i'm pretty sure i saw jackie chan do that once so <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm sure it wasn't malicious but it was just really no. what, what did it, what, you could tell from his reaction he was very like oh no what have i done but what did confuse Rather me about his reaction was he went over to the ref to complain it's like you... I think everyone does that. Yeah. How but many you... players go off going? Fair enough. Fair enough. I could have killed him. But you've just leave. kung fu kicked him in the <laughs> chest and groin. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It just seems really weird to me. Uh, yes, yeah. but 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 the match was the match was gone. But by that point, anyway. Uh, City did score an, an extra goal, um, a love, lovely goal, by the way. Hauling involved in some build-up play. De Bruyne getting the cross in, uh, Phil Foden with a little uh, flick. It was a really lovely goal. Um, but the game was basically gone within the first uh, minute. Uh, and as I say, Jack Grealish was the man of the match. And not just in terms of his goal, in terms of his uh, dribbling, in terms of his creative play. It's maybe, as I say, it's not just his goal. It's maybe one of, if not the best games I've seen from Grealish. Um and what are your thoughts on Grealish, generally speaking? Do you think he will come good? Do you think he will be a, quote, flop? Uh, do you understand the signing? Do you not understand the signing? Uh, I still don't understand the signing. I did when it happened. I just thought, it's a lot of money for someone to not play 100% of the time. A lot of money. But I can understand the signing. It's the type of player that's needed... But then also, if let's say, you know, you're a team, you're spending 100 million on one player, could that money have gone elsewhere? Maybe. Maybe it could have, but he fits perfectly in the city, city how he needs to play. And it's showing that if he plays that well, other players won't get in the team. They have to play better to get back in the team. So it's that, it's that competition they have. I think people just look at the price tag and then, you know, that's that again, 100 million. He's not starting. He's a flop. Yeah, the, so the uh, just, just the world we live in. Yeah, for for me, uh, it's not just a Grealish point. Just when we look at the price tag for nearly anyone, and we try to say, you know, they cost X amount, therefore they should perform to that level. That's that's for me. That's a really big red herring. That's not really how football works. You know, a market value isn't the same as a transfer fee. Um, it's also not helped that that was actually a release clause. So it's not even like they were there was a negotiation to be had. It was just no. This is, if you want him, this is the fee. It's just this is just the release clause fee. Um. And my my sort of thoughts are on it that he isn't a 100 million pound player, but as I've just mentioned, then we shouldn't really be comparing him as a 100 million pound player because end of the day, it's not your money. So yeah, that's too. Yeah, does not make a difference how much a player is worth. If a player is worth, it's worth. It's the worth to the team. That's mm. how I look at it. Do, you know, so you look at it that way and go 100 million for for a player to not play all the time. Yeah. It is a lot of money, but again, the manager, the manager's job. He's he, he knows what he wants. Same as every other team. You know, if you're a team that's crying out for a certain position, teams know that they're just going to go right, <clears throat> going to put that tax on it. Like United have bloody United tax. We all know that <laughs> they have to pay more for players. Just how it is. Yeah, and and also to be fair, it's not like <laughs> if if he does become a quote failure, it's not like City can't deal with the financial repercussions because they're a very very wealthy club. Okay. Um, so it doesn't re really. You know they can sort of like take that risk, overpay for him. Um, but but I I do genuinely think he will come good. Ultimately, he had a very very good game against Wolves. Um, he didn't even have a bad first season. I think there's a misconception that Grealish was poor in his first season. He was fine. You know, was he as good as Aston Villa Grealish? No, but he was still decent. 
you know, he, he he contributed to some very important games. For example, I think of the West Ham game, uh, the penultimate game of the season. He, he got a goal to get City back into the game when they were two 0 down. Um, so yeah, so he, even last season he had some good performances. And also, it takes a long time, especially for outfield players. You know, I mean, Holland's the exception. Uh, it takes a long time for players to get used to City's setup and how they play and operate so yeah Grealish is going to need at least yeah, has... especially when you're coming from Villa you know it's not yeah. like you're coming from a team that's going to have the ball 95% of the time yeah it's, you know, you've it's, got um... used to... it's like the only it's like for example we know Holland's an absolutely ridiculous monster but the one part of his game which people were sure about was his interaction you know like the centre forward style play because at Dortmund he was what off the last man didn't touch the ball much put it in the net but you can see that he's already adapting to dropping deep, collecting the ball, kind of what Harry Kane does. And you'll only get better at that because you already know he's putting the ball in the net. doesn't really need to practice that. It's the part how he joins in the rest of the team. Yeah, and that's a, that's a very good point. It's how Aston Villa play is totally different to how Man City play. Aston Villa, how many times would Grealish have been coming, coming up against a really low block, which he's got to... Uh, find a way to get past it's it's a totally different brand of football it, yeah. it takes a long time it takes a long time to get used to and if he keeps on putting in performances like that then he will you know justify uh, the even though i don't i don't like that word but you know lots of people do think he's got to justify a price tag um but uh, last thing i want to say on Grealish is i don't like it when people use goals and assists to define these sorts of players even at villa Grealish was never that sort of player he was more about progressing the ball and winning the fouls and slowing the play down when necessary and he does that and that's that those are attributes that guardiola really rates because if a game is really like panicky for example i think of the newcastle game where Grealish wasn't available and guardiola actually really wanted Grealish in that game it was very hectic wasn't it it was very back and forth not not quite like a basketball match but it was very back and forth and guardiola wanted more control in that moment and that's what Grealish gives you whether he does it by slowing the play down uh, or, or whether he does it by uh, winning a foul uh, that's what he's able to offer uh, to a team and sometimes slowing the play down can be a good thing and then the final thing on, on the City game, um, obviously Erling Haaland scored because it's Haaland. He, he he continues his rate of gaining a goal contribution in every single Premier League game so far. And it was a really nice goal, weak foot, outside the box. His first outside the box for City as well. Uh, so already he's equaled Van Nistelrooy's record of only scoring one um, outside the box for Manchester United. Um, so he's not necessarily only uh, a penalty box poacher Uh yeah, just I, I I I love this man. I love this man so much. Is here's a good question. Is there anything more terrifying in football than a six foot five Erling Haaland running at you? I don't think so. I'd, I'd rather I don't know. I'd rather uh, Peter Crouch. <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> uh, or maybe Simeone doing his you know holding his genitals celebration. Do you remember that? Oh, I mean, don't know. That'd be a bit scary, I wouldn't it? Me no matter what. <laughs> So, <laughs> in terms of the other games we had, uh, Everton won, West Ham nil. Everton clocking up their their first victory. Morpé getting a goal it was a very well taken goal as well. But West Ham player really should have um, uh, come out to him a bit more. West Ham don't really know what's happening there. To be honest, uh, David Moyes needs to sort that out. Very, um, very hit and miss. Yes, absolutely. Newcastle won, Bournemouth won. Newcastle not losing as many. 
yeah, not losing that many, but not winning as many as I thought they would have this season. Isn't that like the seventh draw or something stupid like that? It's, it's, a, it's a lot of draws. Lot. They have drawn yeah. a lot, which is fine, but because it means you aren't losing. But they, you know, they, they only got the goal because of a penalty as well, and it's Bournemouth at home. I'm surprised they're not doing as, especially after yeah. the City game performance. I thought they'd be kicking on a bit more, but obviously not. Uh, Aston Villa won, Southampton nil. Gerrard, um, very important victory there. Um, maybe putting Hasenhutl under some pressure. I'm not sure. I do think Southampton could be a relegation candidate. Uh, Villa, uh, Villa manager Gerrard, for me, is still potentially going to lose his job this season, but uh, a very important win there. Uh, and then the final game of the uh, match week was Brentford nil. Arsenal three. Now this, we're, I, I'm, I'm, now I'm going to briefly touch on uh, the match and then Gasky's gears have been well and truly ground, not necessarily by this fixture, but so I think it's an accumulation um, of of what's happened and Gasky's nodding, so that is the case. So for me, in terms of the match, um, I, I, I did watch it. Um, I thought Arsenal were very good. It's also a very important match considering that that last season, this was the first game of the season, Arsenal lost it in very embarrassing circumstances. Uh, Arsenal scored uh, from two headers uh, and, and then a very well taken um, uh, shot from uh, Fabio Vieira. All I would say is I was very surprised at how poor the Brentford players were at getting out to Arsenal. They afforded them so much space. It was very odd. Um, that the Arsenal were given that much space, but nevertheless, Arsenal did exploit it. They were the better side. They dominated and they did deserve to win. Well done, Arsenal. 100% deserve to win. Um, uh, yeah, but that being said, mitigating, I, I don't know why Brentford didn't um, uh, press them properly. However, 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 Gasky's gears have been <laughs> bloody ground. Tell me more, Gasky. Uh, it's, it's obviously about Arsenal. It's obviously about <laughs> Arsenal. Before before I begin, I don't want people to think, you know, oh, you just can't despise Arsenal, you know. It's nothing to do with that. Arsenal are playing very good football at the moment. Very good football, not to get away from them. But, my God, I've never seen such an active fan fan base online. It is just, it's just like, chill out. I understand every team has these type of fans, you know. When you support the team, you see it less, how it is. But it's... I've seen many Twitter accounts of people still talking about the United game three weeks after it happened. They then talking about how they're going to win the Europa League after playing, you know, crappy teams, whatever. And then they win this game. And then I've seen them talking about, um, it was something about, oh, the average league positions of the teams they've beaten and City have beaten teams that have an average league position lower than Arsenal. So how can you say Arsenal played nobody teams? It's like, City have nothing to prove. Arsenal yeah. done nothing for years and years and years, like United have. You've Chill out. You played one game against a team that's potentially top four, you know, in the top four race, and they lost. So... And I even seen people talk about, well, as long as they're consistent, they can lose all the top six games and they'll still finish top four and 80 points. It's like, if that's how you're looking at it, then you do not deserve top four. I'm sorry, but it just infuriates. It's just like, I just, want, I just want them to shut up. Just, they need to go on a losing run just so I can sleep at night. That is all. <laughs> yeah, we, that is all. You're not taking any away from, like, you know, they have been playing very well. Oh, and I take nothing away from the performances. They played very well. I've got nothing against the players. They play really good football. But. Just you think that they've been playing this way for years, the way they're talking, and that's that's my point. Like, you've you've 
United did this under Ollie. They had, they had when it was in lockdown, they were playing brilliant. And I understand, you know, United fans out there going, oh, we're back, we're back. And that's just how it is. But look what happened. Look what's happened now with United. They're, they're down and back up again. It's like a yo-yo. So chill out. What happens if they go on a five-game losing run? Are they going to go, we'll be back? Or are they going to go, oh, bit them all off? God knows. Uh, I, I do see where you're coming from. Um, it is, I mean, any online football fans, to be honest, are a little bit... Um, yes hard, hard yes. to deal with but it's an interesting point you raise about the oh uh, someone's apparently looked at all the average league positions and uh, you know city played easier teams or, or something like that but as you rightly point out city have won the, uh, the last two premier league titles without a striker so we, we know that city can do this we know city can win league, win league titles this arsenal team is untested so it, it does make a lot of sense to scrutinize the opposition and the fact of the matter is again i'm not i i'm really enjoying the way arsenal play i really hope arsenal do well i hope they get in the top four because i love jesus and zinchenko and arteta etc etc however they've had one proper challenge this league in this league season so far and they lost they had one challenge in it and they failed it. They, they've played they've played Palace away, which they were lucky to get the, the win in. Leicester at home. Bournemouth, they've played Bournemouth. They've played Fulham. They've played Aston Villa. They've played Brentford. The only tricky team on paper they've had is United. And they lost it 3-1. And I also don't... So, so there's that. And then, and then this thing... I, I, I even said, I'm very impressed with Saliba. I think he will be in the team of the season come the end of the season. People are people. People are using like five or six games as like form and being like, "Well, right now he's the best centre half in the Premier League." And it's like I just don't understand that where this mentality yeah. comes well, from. It's really the odd. One, the one thing with the Saliba that I've noticed, because I follow a lot of the football stuff on Twitter, when he was been out on loan the last three years, he was still at. No one seen him play. Like you've seen, you know, no one watches French league if you're from England. You you don't. It's just how it is. You haven't seen him play, and they're acting like he is the new Van Dyke or whatever, like the next best centre back. And it's like you haven't seen him play, and he's twenty-one. Yeah, he looks very good, but like you said, one challenge didn't go very well. Yeah, so, and, and especially in that game against United, where he got spun, like like it was for the yeah. I think it was for the second yeah. goal, the Rashford goal. The ball came through. His body position was totally wrong. He then did a pirouette and and turned again. It just got got it totally wrong. So yeah, that that yeah. was his first proper challenge, and he failed it. Um, I'm not saying Saliba's a bad defender. You know, it's just, no, but... it's just it's it's the, the you can you can get excited from players. I've got nothing against that, but they're just so far over that threshold of excitement. It's just like needs to be reel it in, reel it in. Like, come on, enjoy it. Yeah. Don't care about other teams. Just enjoy it. Let you play him well and see what happens. Come, I never talk about league positions. I talk about definites until after Christmas. Because that's when you get an idea of what how things are going to go, yeah. especially with the World Cup coming up as well. We haven't even played a quarter of the games. No, exactly. And, and people are still, yeah. You know, a quarter of, what a quarter of the games is what like thirty, thirty-five points or something stupid like that. But let's, you know, calm down. It's a lot of points you can lose. Let's and I will, be eating, I will be eating that humble pie when that comes. Those losses, trust me. No, you you want them to eat humble pie. That's what I meant. Yeah. You want to be eating whatever the opposite of humble pie is. What is the opposite of humble? Uh, modest. You'll be eating modest put pie. I would put, I will, their, tears will, their tears will moisturize my skin. Let's go with that. 
I don't think you're helping your cause when you're saying, look, I'm not having to go oh, Arsenal, I but I will be <laughs> I will be drinking your tears. <laughs> so there we go. That, that, that's, that's, the, uh, that's the round mm. for the week. Yes, Arsenal. Um, I think I, I'm very good football, etc., etc. I also think it's important to note it's a select number of particularly online fans. It's online fans of basically yes. anyone. But I'm, I'm not one to say all fans yeah. because that's not true. It just seems to be more Never noticeable recently, which makes sense because they yes. are winning, but... They're coming there out from under there, under their little holes. That's, that's the point. But there we go. And, th and th that is the match. That is the, the week's matches. It's all here and it's all football. All the football, all the time. And we now move on to the main topic of today's podcast because, 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 because it's the Nations League uh, coming up. Hooray! Or not hooray if you don't like the international break. Um, glorified friendly, question mark. That's another tale for another day but anyway regardless obviously england are already out so there's not really any point in discussing what we may or may not achieve because we can't achieve anything other than avoiding relocation so we thought it would be interesting if we just had a thought about southgate's selections uh, do we have any issues with those uh, briefly how we think england would do at the world cup and most importantly of all our england starting 11 so uh, very briefly gasky what are your thoughts on Southgate's selection. Do you have any issues with any selections slash non-selections? And do you have an issue with this concept of, um, in theory, Southgate says he bases stuff on club form, but we can clearly see that's not entirely true. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad he's giving he gives players the chance. You know, Ivan Tony's been a matter of time since he gets picked. Finally, you know, he's been picked based on again club form, which is great, but. He's obviously got favourites. Like, how sure Maguire get picked, I'll never know. Like, they're clearly down the pecking order at United. They're not going to play, especially with the way United are playing now. And I'd rather, I'd rather him see pick some younger younger options, especially at fullback. Maguire, mm, you can comment on it, but what other centre-back options have they really got to fill in them slots? But a left-back, there's got to be some young English left-back you can have instead of instead of Shaw there. He's not, he's not playing. Why no. pick him? But, yeah, you know they've they've got so many you know exciting young players England have, and you know there's a lot of potential there, and I think people need to be patient with them. They've got many years, many many years. These players, I don't have an issue with Southgate picking favourites necessarily because you know uh, if someone does perform well well for you at a tournament in your system, then it makes sense to keep picking them. I do I do have an issue with saying one thing and then doing the other. So yeah. if Southgate just came out and said, look, I know these players, they've never let me down. I'm going to keep picking them, um, even if they're going through a rough patch at club form, a club level, that's fine. But if he's saying one thing, i.e. I'm basing it off club form entirely and then doing the opposite, then it's a little bit suspect. As I said, I don't have an issue with what he's doing. I have an issue with what yeah. he's saying and being contradictory. Um but I mean, I, I, either way, um, it's it's only the Nations League, so maybe it doesn't matter uh, that much. But it is the one closest to uh, a World Cup. Uh, let's Gasky. I mean, first of all, it's coming home, isn't it? Potentially, it's coming home, isn't it? There may there may be some roadworks in it's the way. It's coming but... home, isn't it? I'm 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 not I'm not I'm not joining the I'm not going about it. You're boring. <laughs> <laughs> right anyway i couldn't get gasky to say it let's do our england 11 shall we right now gasky i do not give a toss what you think i don't care what you think no i don't care what you think southgate's going to do 
I want to know what you would do if you were manager, okay? If, if it was Gasky in charge of England going yes. to the World Cup. Exactly. Like. Yeah, so I, I don't right. want you to go, well, I think Southgate will play a back 12. So, no, no, no. I want your ideal formation, right. your ideal starting 11. You are the manager. So, let's... Well, first of all, let's start with our formations. What are you going for? Mine would be a 4-3-3. Okay, I'm so happy you didn't say a back 5. Otherwise, I would have stopped this recording right now. <laughs> because no, I, I hate a back five um <laughs> no, yes so my, mine's similar but mine's a four two three one okay, okay. so we've got both so we, we can it, so it's very similar um so who have you got in goal let's start start from the back right goalkeeper mm-hmm. is an iffy one it is because at the moment right now if i was to pick i think i'd rather have pope in goal okay over ramsdale Pickford, I'm not asked. I know you're picking him. That's his favourite. But I, I just don't know. I just don't like I just don't like him. No love for Henderson? No, not at the moment. Fair enough. So you'd have Pope then? I think Nick Pope or Ramsdale, I think, at the moment. I would have... I'd start Pickford uh, because I feel like... Even though I'd love it if we could play Pope, but I feel like this is too soon for him... I feel like Pickford's past experience, I know, I know it's a trope, but he hasn't ever let us down at a tournament. Uh, I also don't think that the difference, be- if there is a difference between Pickford and Pope, for me, I don't think it's enough to justify dropping Pickford when we know it works. He's decent at distributing. He's decent at shot stopping in general. Um, and for me, I think he's probably the best match. I think you could maybe you could probably make an argument that Pope's a better shot stopper than Pickford. But... but- yeah, that's what I'd say. Pope is a better actual, yeah, shot stopper. Pope's better. But I'd say distribution, Ramsdale's probably better. But like you said, Pickford's probably jack of all trades. Yeah, and, and to be honest, I, Ramsdale wouldn't even be on the plane for me. I do not like Ramsdale. I'd have Henderson well, over Ramsdale. He'd be, but, I mean, he'd be, he'd be my fourth choice. I just don't like him. Not as a person. I don't know him. But I just don't trust him. Oh, would not... the right laugh as a person. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely go for a pint with him. Yeah. <laughs> But I just would not trust him in goal. Uh, so already we've got a difference of opinion. There you go. Yeah, uh, I've gone for really Pickford. Yeah. Gasky's gone Pope. Um, right, okay. What's he back for? Give me give back me all four. your players. Back four would be Walker, Stones, Tamori, Chilwell. Oh. <gasps> I think that's my back four, you know? Well, hey, hey. There we go. The only, the only position I'm not happy with is left back. That's the only position where I do not yeah. know what the best option is. That, that I think that's very... The very slight like, Chilwell and Shaw are very similar style of players, but I think Chilwell is the better player. Yeah. But then I okay. don't even know who else is an option. There's Lester's Mitchell, who has played there very free infrequently. Uh, Mitchell, um, do you mean Palace? Palace is sorry, that's sorry. Yeah, pa- pa- Palace. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, is it? And then is um what I think I actually thought when he first started playing is it James Justin for Leicester. Oh, that is that something I'm thinking good. of at Leicester, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he got a bad injury and he's not been the same player since. Yeah, and uh, I mean, he even played Reese James at left back in the most recent Nations League game. Yeah. Um, so that's the only position I'm not sold on, but because of Shaw's yeah. port, because he's out of form, and I know Chilwell's yeah. not doing the best at Chelsea. Again, but again, um, injury as well for him. Yeah, so I'll ass- I'll, let's also assume everyone's fit as well, um, for argument's sake. Uh, but yeah, so I'll go with Chilwell, but my, that's the one position where I am happy to be swayed yeah, on that's, that's the one i had to to be fair the other three was easy for me yes um it was very very like they just straight away they were the three i want yeah uh, mcguire is not tomorrow is quick stones has you know has a brain 
I would say. Uh, and Kyle Walker, even though he's liable to make a mistake, he's the best thing that I've got. So I, I agree. I, I don't like the idea of Reese James over Walker, especially in the back four. If, if we have to play a god awful back five, then fine, Reese James can play. But Reese James for his versatility, because if he can play left back, then potentially you might want to play him there. I don't know. Yeah, I think maybe in like in the next tournament, it'll be it'll be James's time to take the mantle from Walker. But now it's, it's got to be Kyle Walker. Uh, Stones, yeah. obviously, is England's best centre-half. Tamori has to play. He's just come off a season where he's won Syria. He was included in the Syria team of the season. Um, and, um, and, and At such a young age as well. Yes. At such a young age, you've got a player there who could potentially be centre-back for England for many years. Don't waste it. Yeah, and, and Maguire is not it, yeah. it, it's, it's not it's not like the pickford situation where i'm saying keep pickford in because the because you know he's, he's been okay for england Maguire's never really let england down but the difference in club form between Maguire and tamori is just yeah. disastrous and it's the way and it's the way you want to play you've got a young squad there they want to they want to attack that's just how football is now you don't want to play like Maguire, who you know full well he ain't got the pace to catch up he's a the bulky sit deep type center back Exactly. So, so we basically agree on the defense. In fact, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would say we hundred percent agree on the defense. Uh, well, what's your midfield three? Because you're going for a four three three. Mid, well, midfield three. Bait, oh, you know, you say four two three one, but kind of midfield three. I always in my head, I always look at uh, a more defensive midfielder. Yeah, potentially box to box, yeah. and then someone who's a bit more attacking. That's so what I I've got say, as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say Bellingham, Rice, and Foden. And what's your attack, Gasky? Because that's my that's my midfield. I attack. I attack. Look at this. Look at this beautiful I'm gonna coordination. Attack. Again, one position, one of them was what I can't think of. But I went with Sterling, Kane, Saka. Okay, interesting. Saka was, one. Saka was the one that was a bit. So you're playing mm, Sterling. Depends who plays, it depends who's at the moment. This is obviously at the moment. At the moment, I probably would say Saka. So you're playing Sterling on the left then? Sterling left, okay. Kane middle, Saka right. Okay, let's briefly touch but touch on the midfield just very briefly because again we we agree. Um, I don't think there's any question. It's Rice Phillips is is look. I like Phillips, but he's, he's injuries aren't helping him. Injuries are, and we're assuming he's fit, of course, but he's barely getting any mm. minutes for City, which is fair enough. Yeah. Uh, and Rice is Rice. You know, Rice is Rice. Yeah. The, the Rice is right. Basmati. Yes. Um, Bellingham. Yeah, <laughs> Bellingham is exciting. Very good uh, box-to-box player for Dortmund. He plays in a. This is why I want a four-two-three-one because you know nominal, not nominally yeah. Dortmund regularly play in that four-two-three-one. Bellingham is one of those in that midfield too. Um, mm. It's not a double pivot, but you, you get the idea. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. a very exciting young player. I, I think Henderson's time has come and gone, uh, been and gone, sorry. Um, and Foden absolutely has. He has to start every single game. I do not want to be hearing any of this Mickey Mount shite. None of that. He just, he just, no. he just creates stuff with such ease. And that's the key thing to have there. He, he's so integral. I think centrally he yeah. could be crucial. There's no arguing yeah. about Harry Kane. That's It's Harry Kane, yeah. obviously. Um, I've got Sterling in as well. Again, I don't think there's any arguing about Sterling. Um, but I've got Sterling on the right... And I wouldn't be I wouldn't be against having Saka instead, but I've got Grealish on the left, and the reason why I've got Grealish in is because he's very different to what everyone else at England offers. He played very when he when he actually played, he played very well in the Euros. I thought whenever he play, as I said, whenever he plays for England on that left hand side, just offers something different. He's, yeah. he's not scared to attack players. Um, I also like the fact that I like the idea of having. Um, Grealish, the ability to cut inside, 
But then Sterling actually thought for City, some of his best seasons were on, because I mean, Sterling can play on the left or right equally as well. I actually thought Sterling's maybe most productive seasons were more so on the right where he put in his better performances. And that means that he can sort of like get to the byline, uh, put a ball in for Kane, but then you've got the other option on the other side. You've got an inverted winger in Grealish who can cut inside uh, and then maybe chill well on the overlap, that sort of thing. Uh, but I wouldn't be against your front three either. Yeah, um, I think with the formation you're going for, having Grealish there would help because like Foden can play wide if need be. Grealish can come into Foden's position. You've got that uh, four-two-three-one. 2 one having that interchange in is very good. But I think at a solid 4 3, three having the legs out wide, I think would be better. Yeah, but and yeah, I, I think the four two, I have a formation, I think. Also, you could just change formation mid-game. Yeah, I, that, as you know? I say, I would not be against Grealish being dropped if Saka comes on. Like, I'd be happy with either, yeah. to be honest. I'm, you know, it's not... I'm, I'm not totally committed to the idea of Grealish starting. Saka, Saka can do it instead. But I just think that whenever he plays, just just seems to be really good for England and just offer something different. And... You can say it's City bias, and maybe it is to an extent, because City are the best team in the world, I think, and it probably makes sense to try to get in as many City players as possible yeah. because they're under the best manager and they know how to play with each yeah, other. Makes, makes sense. So <laughs> it probably makes sense to try to yeah. get as many in as possible. Um, yeah. I mean, there's also, when you that's the 11, you think about the potential options you've got as well. So like Sancho and Rashford, if they have a good season at United or a good first half of the they, season... They've got off the bench, absolutely. The yeah, easily get on a plane. Hundred percent, and and you've got loads of other options as well. You know, Phillips could make an appearance if you need a more solid game. Phillips could be partner Rice. Yeah. Um, if if you want a more offensive right back, you could have Reese James. If you want to, if you want to lose the game eight nil, you could start Trent Alexander Arnold. Uh, <laughs> um, <Come> on, Liverpool <laughs> fans, <laughs> but there's also, but even even you know the likes of Abraham Tony. Um, there, there are there are other op- other options I feel, there I feel as well. Like the striker options, there's so many. Yeah, it's, it's so just, so many choices. It's a really on. strong squad. We should be going. We should. We need to get to at least the semi final and play well. Yeah. If if that doesn't happen, I think Southgate has to go. No. Yeah. I think I think semi final minimum. Mm-hmm. Minimum. With with how good talented the run, squad is. Based on I think the run, as well is. Let's put it this way: it's an easy group. They should be top in the group. And if they top the group, they play, I think he's like, is it Senegal in the last 16, I think? Is it France in the quarters or something? France in the quarters, Spain in the semis, I want to say, and then Brazil final. If that's if if you'd expect all the teams to win the group, as Mm -hmm. you would expect, England-Brazil would be the final, which I would like to predict myself. England versus Brazil will be the final. I'm not predicting the score because if that happens, I will be too busy shitting my pants (laughs) to give a shit about a prediction. So... That's my prediction: is England Brazil final, and that is all I'm saying. There we go. I th- and I think that that team that we've we've just produced is better than any back five, any back five that exists. I do not I like just it. Just because you're putting you you're basically you're inverting a fullback who doesn't know how to play. Like none of these fullbacks for England play that position. It would so have to be James, wouldn't it? Yeah, but he's not played a lot there. And I don't think... I mean, Potter isn't going to play that at Chelsea now, is it? He's going to play him at right back. Simple as that. And just play the back... And you've got all these young players that want to win games. Don't play bolstering five at the back. I've got two points to make about... I've got two points to make about the back five, and then we can, we can move on to the mini-games. Um, the last... Do, do, do you know the last time um, a team won uh, a, a World Cup uh, playing a back five? 
I'm going to say never. Oh, it's, no, it's not oh, that bad, it? to be fair. It's uh, no, 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 <laughs> no, but, but it was 20 years ago. And that was Brazil. Oh, and that was the Brazil. That was, Brazil. you know, R9 Rena Ronaldo. They, 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 played a, they played a back five. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but that was the, you know, Brazil with like Rivaldo and Ronaldo and Ronaldinho, etc., etc., and Roberto see, Carlos and Cafu. I can understand. You see, like, even with that, you say back five, but I can guarantee that was more of a back three. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's the what reason I mean. they yeah, played yeah. back five is because Cafu and Roberto Carlos are your fullbacks. Yeah, not gonna exactly. And, and, and yeah, great. If you've got if you've got Roberto Carlos, make hay and play a back three. If you've got yeah. Luke Shaw and Ben Chilwell, no. You don't. <laughs> We're not doing that. You don't. <laughs> We're not doing that. And then my other fact was, um, I can't remember the exact thing now, but in terms of like the, my starting 11, like eight out of the 10 outfield players for their club play in a back four rather than a back five. Oh, yeah. So again, why we, yeah. why do we want to play a exactly. formation don't that they don't even play? What you, stick with what they know. Exactly. Which why, and I think that's why Spain had that period where they did so well. Every single team, that every player in the Spanish squad played the same style. So they all knew each other and they all knew the way to play. So... But guys, yeah. we both got eight out of eight as well. Exactly, eight, eight out of eleven. Exactly, but guys, that is England and our starting elevens. Every football team will be playing football several times and in various combinations. It's time for guess the footballer. It's time for guess the footballer, and Gasky's got an extra mini game Ooh. for me Ooh. as well. Let, let, let's let's not muck around, Gasky. Let's not muck around. I've got I've got mine ready to go for you. Are you ready? I am ready to guess. Okay, Gasky. Guess the footballer. 60 seconds. Go. Retired? No. Top five league? No. Uh, European league? No. Okay. Uh, America's league? America's, yes. Like North or South America. Right. Uh, Brazilian league? Yes. Okay. Uh, Fernandinho? No. Good guess, though. <laughs> okay. I thought I'd go for it. Um, right. Uh, oh, this is... Is it Ali Brazilian? Yes. Okay. Uh, attacker? Yes. Right, is it a striker? Mm, no, not really. Right, okay. Um, I'm trying to think of teams. Corinthians? No. Athletic... Is it Athletic Mineiro? Yes. Oh, my God. I don't even know any replacement for them. I just named a team. Sugar. Um, Ten seconds. Right. Do you play for them now? Oh my lord! Final um, guess. Final guess. Because I've, I've somehow clutched the team out of nowhere, but <laughs> that hasn't I have helped no you. Idea. It's a Brazilian left Brazilian. Should have asked the age. That hasn't helped me out, has it? I can't even think. Shall I tell you? Go for it. I'd... Hulk. Is that where he is at now? Yeah. Oh, right, okay. He's, he's, he's been there for the last couple of seasons, yeah. And he's, okay. he's, he's, he sometimes was a forward, sometimes a winger in his career, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, Striker, yeah. winger, he, so I yeah. mean, he, he went to China and then he just vanished. Out of well, he, 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 yeah, he, he went to Russia and then China and that was, yeah, really weird. Yeah. But, but, but you did very well to get the team, though. I'm very, I'm very <laughs> I, impressed that was, with that. Two, two Brazilian teams came to my mind and they were the two. I'm really <laughs> impressed with that. Well done. Okay, do you have mine ready for the first one? Uh, I do. Okay. Okay, Gasky. Guess the footballer. 60 seconds. Go. Are they still playing? Yes. Uh, are they in the top five league? Yes. Are they in the Premier League? No. Germany? No. Spain? 
No. Italy. Yes. Um, Milan club. No. Uh, are they in the Champions League? Yes. Um, okay, so that would be so it's not Inter Milan, it's not uh, uh, Napoli. No. So Napoli, it's not in, it's not Napoli, it's not Inter Milan, it's not AC Milan. Therefore, it's Juventus. Yes. Okay. Are they a goalkeeper? No. Uh, defender. No. Midfielder. No. Forward. Yes. Stri stri striker. <laughs> yes. Um, are they? Uh, oh, are they Serbian? Yes. Is it Vlahovic? Yes. Yes. Had <laughs> the pointless question there. Are they Serbian? <laughs> just like to be extra safe and extra sure. Extra safe. Just, just randomly go for it. <laughs> I do. Okay, Gask, I've got one more for you, matey. Let's go. Let's go. Guess the footballer. Sixty seconds. Go. Are they still playing? No. Okay. Uh, have they played in the top five league? Yes. Are they most known for the Premier League? Mm, no. Okay. Are they most known for the Spanish league? No. Are they most known for the Serie A? No. Did I say they played in the top five league? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, are they, uh, most, what, what league have I not said? Are they most known for playing in Germany? No. Most known for playing in the French league? No. No. What? I've said all the leagues. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, did they play in the 90s? No. Did they play, play in the 80s? No. Play in the 70s? Yeah. Okay. What? The top five league, but they're not known for the Premier League. When was the Premier League I'm founded? Not, I'm, I'm lost. Oh, oh, for God's sake. Are they most known for Division 1 then? Yeah. For God's sake. Whatever the bollocks. Right. Uh, and they played for a current top five team. Yes, and you're the final guess. I have been shafted. Right. You asked me if they played in the Premier League what? and they I'm never played in the Premier League. <laughs> It's all, it's all technicality. <laughs> so they played. So I'll, 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 I'll give, I'll give you a bit more. So they did play in the seventies. They're probably more known for the sixties, though. And you are absolutely right. They have played for a current uh, big six club. Right, and that's all I've got. Right. I am going to go with Colin Bell. Oh, that's a really good guess, but it's not the right answer. Um, uh, Bobby Charlton. No, you're, but you're on the right lines. It's Dennis Law. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's a re re really good. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with your guess. Uh, no, but when no. I was thinking, right, he's going to pick, is he going to pick a City player? He's going to pick a City player. If it's well, well he, did play, he, he did play for City, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very sorry about yeah. that. But now you know, I mean, you have to ask. That. I'll take the close. I oh, know. I have to be technical with you. That's what it is. Well, I have to be, I have to think about what I say. Gansky, <laughs> did, did Dennis Law play in the Premier League? Right, I'm not having this conversation. Right, um, next up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's my turn. Oh, last one. Your second. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. sorry. <laughs> um, guess the footballer. Sixty seconds. Go. Are they still playing? No. Retired. Then are they alive? Yes. Um, uh, are they most known for a big five league, top five league? Yes. Are they most known for the Premier League? Yes. Are they most known for a top six club? Yes. Are they most known for a London club? No. Are they most known for a Manchester club? Yes. Okay, they're most known for United. Yes. And the most uh, uh, goalkeeper. No. Midfielder. Yes. Uh, defensive midfielder. Mm, yeah. Um, yes. Carrick. Mm, no. Oh God. Um, did they play in the uh, before the nineties? No. Did they play in the in the nineties? 
More known for the noughties and tens. Yes. Did yes. they win a Champions League? I believe so. Are they English? No. Oh, are they European? Yes. Um, are, are they uh, French? <laughs> <laughs> no. Are they Dutch? <laughs> no. Oh god! Right, final guess. Um, oh god, they they sorry, they're European, yeah. Yes. Right, so European. Oh, I didn't. I'm all right with this. I, I'm all right. I didn't. I did not get enough information there. Um, I, I might have been wrong with the Champions League thing. I'm not sure if he was in the squad or not. Can you can you find out for me? Because I need to find I, out I need I, uh... to know that yeah, because that does narrow it down significantly. Because you said they played in the noughties, yeah, most known for the noughties. Yeah. I don't know if he was. Because if so, that means that he was in the 2008 oh, Champions yes, League. Yes, he did. Okay. He did. Right. Okay. So he was. He has won a Champions League. Okay. And he's European. He's. Did Did, did you say defensive midfielder? Uh, because you said the... Carrick, I would say yes. Right. Okay. Um. Oh, but he's not English. Uh. I was gonna say Hargreaves, but he's not English. Um. Sorry, 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 I was going to say Hargreaves, oh, but he no, is English. English. My oh, bad. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Um, oh! No, he's European, isn't he? Yes. Fuck, I was going to say... Are you going to say Anderson? No, I was going to say, I was going to say Jason <laughs> oh. Park, but no. Um, yeah. Oh my God, I don't know. I don't know where he's from, that's the thing. But I know he's not English. Oh! Could be Scottish. Is it Fletcher? Yes, get in, get in, get in. Well done, well done, well done. Oh my god. <laughs> when you said English, I was like, oh, oh no, is no. going to skip over British No, <laughs> no, you are correct. You're absolutely correct. You did me there. Well done. Well done. Oh, thank God I panicked then. I think I'm proving how useless I am at this game now. No, no, that's good. That's good. But Gasky has a game for me. It's... Guess yes. the career path, which is not an original idea, but we don't care. Um, so Gasky is going to give do. me some uh, teams, and I've got to guess what um, I've, I've, I've got to guess what who the player is based on the career path. So Gasky, have you got three for yeah. me? Is that right? I have three. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. Then let let me know the first one, please. I'm going to write them down. Okay. So the first player started his career at Southampton. Okay. He then went on loan to Bournemouth. Right. Then he moved to Liverpool. <sighs> okay. And then he moved to Brighton. Oh. <sighs> Brighton. So I'm assuming they're still... And I don't know if they're retired or not. Uh, but I'm assuming that not. Uh, Saints. Bournemouth. I'm thinking of that. I don't know how non-mainstream you're going i'm thinking of that was he called harry arter or something um he played for he was on loan did you say he was on loan at bournemouth from southampton yes i went to liverpool and brighton it's the brighton one that i'm not getting all right there is uh um i'm not i'm not allowed any clues am i like position or the anything only, the only no so the only clue i kind of give you is if they are currently still playing or not are, are, are they still playing yes the hell did brighton sign from liverpool i have no idea harry art harry arter whatever he's called no who is it is adam lalana 
Oh, oh my god, of course it is. I didn't realize it went on loan. I can't, I can't, I, 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 the Bournemouth see, loan. That's why I, I went with that one because I thought the loan would throw you. It did throw me. I was, yeah, I was, yes. I cannot remember yes. him at Bournemouth at all. That's really weird. Well, where, where, where there, there you go. There you go. Well there done. Go. That's the first one. Right, let's see if I can get one of these. One? Yeah, move for the next so the one. Next one. Uh, they started at Sporting Lisbon. Okay. Then Barcelona. Right. Then Real Madrid. Is it Figo? Then it is. Hey. Last, I could give you the last one. <laughs> Who would the last one have been? Uh, where do you go after Barca? Um, is it a Greek team? No. No, I can't remember. Inter Milan. Ah, oh, there we go. Okay. There well, you, there you go. go. You got one. Well I got one. Excellent. But now, can okay. I get the final one? And your final one. Okay, they started at Osasuna. What? Then went to Marseille. Osasuna. And then went to Chelsea. Where's Osasuna? Spain. <laughs> like... Right, okay. Marseille, Chelsea. Are they still playing? Yeah. Did Chelsea sign from Marseille? Ostasuna's in Spain. Could they be Spanish? Question mark. Marseille, Marseille. Who on earth did you sign from Marseille? Chelsea, you little frauds. Um. Oh. No. Oh. Mendy? No. Ah! no. Who? Who is it then? It is Azbilla Quetta. Really? Yeah. No idea they're going from Marseille. Goodness me. What? <laughs> I should have stuck. To, I should have stuck to my Spanish guns. I mean, you had you had it there. The Osasuna was the. the no, it was, it was the, God, I was I was trying to think of a more recent signing, but yeah. Oh, oh wow, I, I had no idea he came from Marseille. Well, I, there we go. Yeah. I, I feel like he was born at Chelsea. He's been there for ages now. <laughs> yeah, been a long time. Guys, that was guess the career path. Let us know if you like that game. I know you guys liked higher or lower. Um, hopefully, you like this one. I I liked it, even though I wasn't very good at it. But I like the idea of trying to get better at it. Uh, so yeah, but let, let us know what you think in the comments. It is impossible to keep track of all the football, but your best chance is here. Nob gas very briefly because we are uh, slightly overrunning on time. Uh, Drill asks Gasky, do you think humans will ever inhabit other planets? No. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm going to say they will land on other planets, but it won't be like an Earth situation. You know, like where it's like mass yeah. colonies oh, and stuff. I think, I think eventually they will land on Mars, but I don't think they will move no. people to Mars. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, Curtis says, if you could visit any stadium in the world, which would it be and why? Um, it would be, I think it's still called it, Signal Aduna Park, Dortmund Stadium. Oh, good because shout. Because my mum and dad went there um, when my mum and dad travelled everywhere to watch United away in the Champions League. And they said the atmosphere there was absolutely incredible and it was the best they've ever been to. Mm. And I just want to witness that. And I've seen the other wall and I think it's yeah. just fantastic to see. I'd like to go to somewhere slightly dangerous, you know, somewhere like Red Star or like in Tur or somewhere in Turkey, like Galatasaray, you know, for one of those derbies. In, in, in like I'd a little... killed? Yeah, or, or I'd have like a private <laughs> box. <laughs> and you, did you mean just watch the mayhem while you were exactly. there eating your hot dog? Yeah, you, you know, you know, like um, you know, like Scrooge in a Christmas Carol, where it's a, where it's like a Christmas past, and he just goes and yeah. and views it. That would be me. I would be the ghost of Christmas Nobbins watching a, a Turkish derby yeah. or a Serbian derby. 
Um, Will <laughs> and, uh, yeah. uh, Will asks, what what are the most impressive fans you've ever seen at your stadium? For me, it would have been, I think, oh, I can't remember the year, but it was when United played Schalke in the semi-finals of the Champions League. They had the whole top of the, I think it was the East Stand. And they just, honestly, the, the noise was deafening. Who? Was, at one point, they did kick off, but <laughs> it was it was deafening, the noise. It was very good. And who was the manager for Schalke that day? It was Rangnick. It was indeed. Mm. Um, most impressive fans I've ever seen at my stadium. It's probably, as it's another German team, Bayern Munich. Um, I've seen them in, a couple of times in the Champions League. They literally have a conductor orchestrating everything they've got like three conductors and they're all swaying in unison and they're all jumping in unison and they're all chanting at the same time it's, it's brilliant uh really you good see colors it, you see it when they're at the Allianz as well that yeah just so everything just sounds so clean like like an actual orchestra yeah like, they are crazy. they are brilliant i'd say and, and also it's a weird one but sheffield wednesday well, it was like a league cup game and we and city gave out more allocation for away fans so they're like twice as many as usual, like, you know, 8,000 or something, loads yeah. of them. And they were really loud as well. They were really good. Uh, but I don't think you can beat Bayern Munich for what I've personally seen. Anyway, yeah. at, at the Etihad, uh, definitely. Uh, who, who's set? German teams are just good, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good sport. That's definitely good to the Euros. In my, in my experience, anyway. Uh, hobnobbing with Nobbins, again, we, I promise you guys that will come at some point in the future. Where we are just uh, we're gradually and gradually getting better with the technology. Maybe we get to, maybe when we get to more like podcast number ten, we'll start to, uh, we'll start to uh, think more about that. Um, <laughs> in terms of um, next week's matches, oh, actually, it will never be finally decided who has won the football. In terms of next week's matches, or this week's matches, actually, no Premier League action. It is an international break. That's why we discussed England starting 11 earlier. England versus Italy and England versus Germany in the Nations League. Uh, Gasky, we're not playing for anything because aside from not getting relegated. Um, how important do you think these are in terms of preparing for the World Cup or do you not think they're relevant at all? I mean, being the last two games, uh, you have to think it's going to give you an idea of how they're going to play. So, if they're going to play any as bad as they played against Hungary, then I wouldn't I wouldn't have high hopes. So hopefully, they'll come out and perform well. Better add, and they better play a buddy back five. Or I'm going to pop off. If they play a back five, I'm turning my TV off. Speaking of popping no, off, no. speaking of popping off, it's ball buster. It is ball busters. Oh, yeah. The internet's greatest bizarre cryptic clue quiz let's start with last week's answers now i'm going to double check but i don't think anyone got more than one <laughs> which on. is um, you've all let me down which is very frankly frankly guys i'm a bit disgusted can you please do better can you please do better um because it's sim it's simply Hello, it, it's simply not good enough let's have a look Kazoo, did, Kazoo, the previous champ, didn't even bother answering. He was just like, I declare myself as Ballbusters champ. I'm simply too good. Um, we only had... Uh, in fact, it was obviously so difficult. We only had three people uh, who wanted to submit. Um, <laughs> but these were the clues. The first one was RK. The issues were RK. And it was a McDonald's farmer. And Gasky, that was... Ronald McDonald. McDonald's. And Kerman. Ronald Kerman. Because he's a cow, man. 
Is he the cowman? Yeah. Cowman, cow, Ronald Cowman. McDonald's farmer, that's Ronald Cowman. That was the only one that was got. Uh, Jack got Ronald Cowman and DR got Ronald Cowman. Uh, but neither of them got, I mean, chat didn't even bother. He just went, no idea, no idea. <laughs> um, MS, it's a bit like Polo Gold. What's that, Gasky? So, Polo, Marco Polo. And a bit like gold. What's a bit like gold? Silver. So it's Marco, Marco Silver. Silver, Marco Silver. Well, the Gasky got that on his own, by the way. Um, I did. I, don't, I think he's struggling with this one. Picture oh, the so scene. This is, this, this is pick mad. There are no initials. Picture the scene, a feathered friend, a vehicle, and a Hogwarts prefect. Any ideas, Gasky? Look at Percy. <laughs> the other baller. What if I told you that Percy was correct? Percy, 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 Percy. Give me the feathered friend. <laughs> Robin. Robin Van Percy. Do you know why I can't give... What, do you understand why I couldn't have given the initials now? Yeah, because you have to give three initials and it, it just gives you the answer. Exactly. If I do yeah. RVP, everyone's like, what's well, obviously Robin Van Persie. <laughs> but there we go. Right. Well, uh, well done. Right, Gasky. You've got two choices. It's either Jack or DR. Um, give me... Uh, pick a number between one and two. Have I got a coin? I'll flip a coin. I haven't got a coin. Uh, one. My camera reveal... The winner by getting one answer right <laughs> is DR. So well done, DR. I'll give you yeah, knob coins. Exactly. Ooh. I'll give you your uh, knob coins and uh, roll in the Discord server. Well done, DR, mate. Well done. Now, guys, I'm, as I say, I was disgusted by the performance of last week. So I demand a better performance. Otherwise, I'm going to kick off. These are the initials WR. WR. And the cryptic clue the kangaroo's leg is decreasing in size. The kangaroo's leg is decreasing in size. W-R. Second clue. The initial is K. The initial is K. And the cryptic clue. Pop. Pop. Okay. The third one. Initials D-A. D-A. And the cryptic clue. This person loves penis. This person loves penis. Penis. <laughs> Those are the ball busters clues for this week. Uh, I think Gasky's got a few of them, but not necessarily all of them. Um, but guys, really hope you've enjoyed uh, today's uh, podcast. Um, if you haven't, then sort yourself out. Honestly, <laughs> sort yourself out. It's obviously a you problem, clearly. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. Uh, and Gasky, what, what do you have to say to those people who don't think that we're the best podcast in the history of the world? Um, I'll say you're scum. You're just scum. But you, you're 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 one of these Arsenal fans on Twitter that I despise. If you don't like the podcast, and if you don't actually press the like button and give it five stars, you may become a scouser. Oh my god, that's a fate worse than Imagine death. Imagine that. Imagine that. <laughs> oh, there we go, guys. I really hope you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, thank you so much uh, for your support on the channel. Generally, um. As Gasky says, like the video, share it with someone, go give it five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, wherever your podcast platform is. Um, but until next time, guys, uh, this is weekly, by the way. Until next time, we're out of here. Bye.